Bam. We're live. I think we're live. Good morning. This is going to be interesting because the comments are going to be split in two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That sucks. I am live, though, right? You guys see me? Bam. Okay. Thank you. Robbie Myers, thank you. My, my pussy. My pussy. I'm a rax. Is that, is that Rastafarian talk? It's interesting. I need to be able to. I need to be able to pull this up on both computers for some reason. I need to be able to open the Rumble window to see the Rumble comments. Uh, Bruce Wayne, are you in? Um, it's just playing the trailer over and over and over on Rumble. Well, let me actually see the show. I can see the comments. Are we on? Are we on everything? Are we on Rumble? Are we live on? Oh no, we're not. We're having trouble streaming to your destination. It's pause. Ah, we can't get on Rumble. Son of a bitch. Oh my goodness, I see it. Uh, if you are on Rumble, I don't know. I don't even know how to tell you. Oh, I guess I could write. Uh, sh- Streaming to Rumble is not working. Oh my goodness, Rumble Live platform sucks. I guess so. Uh, I, I guess, but I want to. Um, uh, check uh, Twitter or Twitch or Facebook. Man, that sucks. We spent all that time like yesterday after the show. Susan and I went in to make sure there's these numbers you have to put in. So basically I'll explain it to you guys like this for someone who cares. I'm sitting in front of a computer and there's a software, an online software called StreamYard. It's, it's pretty much just like zoom, right? It's a variation on zoom. And it's what allows us to have like this writing up here, the Sevon podcast, and it allows me to pull up the comments and it allows me to do just some trick shit. And I don't actually interact with Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or Rumble or, or any of the places we're streaming to. This software is supposed to do it for me. So I just talk to this software and then ahead of time, we set it up so it goes to those other platforms so you can watch it. Well, in order to get on those other platforms, Rumble gives you a special key, two special keys. They're like numbers, passwords that allow you to stream to those channels. And, and the one for Rumble isn't working. Uh, Sevon's having trouble going live with Rumble, uh, but he's uh, live on Twitch and Twitter. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Facebooks and Facebook. I, I assume we're live on Facebook. Super laggy at the moment. Man, talk about a buzzkill. Hey, I saw, I, I I went back and I looked at uh, episode 841. It's pretty funny. I wonder if you, I wonder, since it is super laggy, I wonder if you're going to be able to see this. Darn it. Hey, it can't be Rumble. It's got to be us because other people are having great success um, streaming to Rumble. Great success, right? No lag for me. Okay, good. 
Wait, so I found the episode. Um, and I think, and I found the only spot where we're talking about, um, where we're talking about vaccines on it. Doesn't that sound like, um, and it's kind of, it, it, it's, uh, some of you are going to be shocked and some of you are not going to be shocked. Something we should be doing. It's this, it's this part coming up here where I talk about, remember that video I pulled up where the lady was interviewing Bill Gates and it was edited all weird and we figured out that, hey, this has been, you know, this is just a manipulation of a Bill Gates interview. Well, that's the one. That's that's the show. And it was right. We talked about Bill Gates and, uh, and the manipulation of this video and it being edited, edited to, to you know, have, have a super duper biased slant. And then after that, I talked about uh, the book, The Moth and the Iron Lung, which talks about the polio vaccine. It was Gates. Uh, Kenny, it was, it was the one. It was the one where we, where Bill Gates is being interviewed. It, it'll pop up here in one second. Yeah, this is live now. You're live now. I am Stephen. You are live now. Let's see. Uh, let me see this video. Okay, it looks like here it is. Do you remember this lady? I'll play the audio on interview it. with Bill Gates. You guys are gonna love this. Um. Oh yeah, I for uh, I didn't know pedophilia was a disease. I know. Oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. Oh shit. This is an interview with Bill Gates. This is uh, this lady, this lady is amazing. Here we go. What have you contributed to the world? Um she said, what, what have you contributed to the world? You guys remember this interview? You guys remember this? It was this episode. It was right here, this section about Bill Gates. And then right after I talk about the book, uh, the book I read by Forrest Ma Reddy called The Moth and the Iron Lung. And that book, and that, that, that's the book, if you guys don't remember, uh, in the 1890s, the U.S. government made it a law that all farmers had to spray lead and arsenic onto their crops in order to kill a very ravenous a gypsy moth. And that continued that those laws continued for 40 or 50 years, uh, poisoning everyone in the United States who ate food, any kind of food, because it got into the milk supply and started getting into the animals and the meat supply and basically made everyone susceptible to polio. That's the premise of the book. And in 1952, when they outlawed that spraying on the crops, that was three years before the vaccine was released, uh, polio basically almost vanished. And we talked about that on this show, and that's the show that got uh, that's the show that got dinged. That's the show that got us pulled off. What's weird is. Did somebody, did somebody, that shows like a month ago. Why are they just catching that now? I'm wondering if someone went back there and reported that. I wonder if someone's just going around and reporting um, shows. Someone just like openly trying to just get the show kicked off like they're spending every day. It's a trip. 
Uh, Xfit Jamie, I hate uh, uh, I hate our names are all different. Why couldn't you use the um, same names? Hey, the good news is is we will be back on YouTube in six days. And hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm I'm not gonna I'm just gonna just not talk about it. It looks like, by the way, that the ban will be or the strike that's against me will be up on uh, July 25th. So basically, all I'll try to do is not talk about the vaccine from now until July. I guess July 25th, and wait till I get you know get that strike cleared off. It's bizarre, right? I can't, there's stuff I can't talk. I'm not even talking about crazy stuff. That's what's so amazing. I'm just talking about using my discernment, my observation, and my research skills to share with you what I found out about how to stay healthy. But you can't do that. It's so weird. It's crazy. It just doesn't seem that, it just doesn't seem that bad. All right, so that's where we're at. Uh, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth, Peel, Michael. Sisters in that picture? Ugh, that's one of the reasons I found you. Yeah, you can talk about that word all you want. You can talk about that word to little kids all you want, but do not uh, talk about... Oh, you know what's crazy too is I there's this lady up in Canada, this filmmaker. Oh, I need to I need to text Matt. I need to text Matt right now about it. There's this lady up in Canada, this filmmaker who's making a movie. Her, uh, I think her name is Jamie, and the lady she's making the movie about is Kristen. And I just spoke to him a couple of days ago. Um, Kristen Jamie uh, Vax movie. Um, the one of the ladies was injured severely injured by the vaccine and they wanted to and they're making a movie about it and uh, she was supposed to come on the show and now she's i guess she can't i guess we can't do that can't do that bit uh, if you do want to watch the show you can the show that got uh me booted it's uh episode 841 it's on twitter uh it's on facebook it's on rumble from March 17th, we did two shows that day. We In the evening, we did a CrossFit show. So that's that's that. I think I'm still in shock a little bit. My life's different than this guy's life. Who's going to explain this to me? Who is going to explain this to me? What is going on here? Scott Stallings breaks into the red numbers. What does that mean? The red numbers. Look at, and, and, uh, you know what I like? Scott, for those of you who don't know, Scott Stallings has been on the show, and he is a CrossFitter. He's a cool dude. I think he's with HWPO. Wow. How is anybody standing by Nike anymore? That's a weird one. What a mess. If you need sponsorship to survive, what a disaster of a situation you're in right now. But look at this guy wearing the Stalling overalls, Stallings overalls that's his caddy that's a tight outfit right for shock this is actually the first iron we've seen hit in today fifth player to oh no he does have the noble gear on i guess they i guess they were pushing for uh sexualization of kids and all that shit long before nike 
I don't know if long before Nike, but it was on my radar before Nike. Oh, poor Scotty. To play the fifth, first iron. Anyway, he did, he did great. That might be as good as we see all day. That could be closest to the whole. Even though he's wearing a shirt that uh, of a company that openly supports uh, men competing in women's sports. A, a birdie try for Scott Stallings. They got a birdie on a hole that they said that you shouldn't get a birdie on. Very rare birdie at the fifth. That, you can't play the hole better than he did. No. And there's that guy's out and the guy in the overalls again. A very rare birdie. Okay. Someone's going to explain to me what being in the red is. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hi. How's it going? Good. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I, I don't feel like myself. I thought it was hilarious that last week you were talking all this trash about Facebook. And uh, now here we are streaming on Facebook. Yeah, crazy, right? What was I saying about Facebook last week? Give me a gentle reminder. Gentle. Don't send me anything via Facebook. Uh, yes. I never use Facebook. Yes, I wish I had a crow here I could eat. God bless Facebook. Um, I wanted to talk about Nike really quick. Oh, yeah. They're doing great, right? I was, I was mad. I was mad yesterday. With this whole Dylan Mulvaney Nike partnership, yeah. Um, about I think it was in 2017. Do you know who Allison Felix is? No. She's a five-time okay, so she's a five-time Olympian. Um, she's a gold medalist. She's one of the best athletes. She's a black woman. She's one of the best athletes um, in our generation. She was a Nike athlete, and she ran track. Um, for the for the USA in five Olympics. Tell me and her name again. Tell me her name again. Al- Allison Felix, A L L Y S O N. And I think it was in 2017 she got pregnant with her daughter, and Nike tried to pay her 30 percent less of her con- con- uh, contracted prices, you know, the commissions, because she was pregnant. And now here we are, 2023, Nike is partnering with a transgender woman. This is everything that is wrong with the transgender ideology. They're taking a real woman, a biological woman, trying to pay her less because she's pregnant and she won't be able to write like, um, you know, you're, you're, you're pregnant. You're obviously restricted in movement. Um, you're carrying a baby. Um, and not only that, but they gave her immense pressure to hurry back, get her body back, um, and start performing again after she gave birth to her daughter, which was a very traumatic birth. If you read into the story, um, she gave birth to her daughter at 32 weeks with an emergency C-section due to preeclampsia. So it's a very, um, I'm sure it was very traumatic for mom, right? I'm sure dad hey, too, but. W- one quick thing. they it, um, One little detail you had off. It's not that they were going to pay her 70%. They cut, the article says, she said Nike offered her a 70% pay cut. Cut, right. Oh, right. okay, Thank okay. You. I misunderstood. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Here is a woman who is who has a uterus and a vagina and actually has periods as a menstrual cycle here is a real woman and because she is pregnant 
you are going to treat her like that. And now here we are in 2023, and you are going to give Dylan Mulvaney a Nike partnership. I tell you, wearing a sports bra and putting on lipstick and wearing leggings does not make you a woman. You are a woman. It is based on a cellular, scientific, biological fact. Not because you wear a sports bra and you prance around like a fucking idiot. Uh, Felix has found great. I really love you right now. Felix has found great success on the track upon returning to competition after the traumatic life-threatening birth of her now two-year-old daughter, Cameron. She broke Usain Bolt's gold medal record record at the World Athletic Championship 10 months after going under the knife for an emergency C-section. Hey, you purchase, imagine that, dude. You, this is a... Hey, the woke eat the woke. I I I I don't know this lady, Allison Felix, but I almost guarantee you she's woke. By the uh, way, you know just by the way, the article's written I, and about wanting female rights. The, you, this is all because um, this is going to get come out out of context. This is all because women want equal rights. I'm putting that in quotes. By the way, hmm. this is all because. Um, <sighs> That, that needs to be explained because that sounds horrible just by itself. And, you know, they of, of course, about, women, like a, of course, women like deserve a, equal rights. The thing is, is they deserve equal rights based on the fact that they're women, just like men deserve equal rights based on the fact that they're men. And by that, I mean, I, men deserve equal rights, but we shouldn't we're no, we shouldn't be allowed in women's bathrooms. Women deserve equal rights. But if they want to come in our bathroom, they should. We're just different. Right. We're different humans. And there was another like time article that she was interviewed in and she was talking about like how, you know, black women have a higher mortality rate. And yes, there's definitely like, yeah, that, um, th that's all just, like, yeah, exactly. There it is right there. Right. That yeah. has nothing to do Which, with it, being black. Yeah. And, and because it, she said it like that, that, garbage. that, that opens up the woke crowd to her. That has to do with socioeconomic. It's, it's not like your skin's black and all of a sudden your baby start dying more. She should, I'm people need to say what that, they mean. Ahead, I'm saying I, it's okay. So shame on Matt Frazier for continuing a partnership with Nike. I couldn't agree if more. You, I couldn't agree more. If you have a sponsorship with Nike, I tell you what, I'm going in my closet. And you know what? Naturally, over the years, I've cleared away towards Nike, so I don't have too many Nike things left in my closet. Yeah. Um, but I am. I'm done with it. I'm not going to give my money. The yeah. only way that you're going to make an impact, if you're sitting there thinking, well, what can I do? What can I do? You can stop giving them your money. The yep. same way with Hershey's and um, just all of the Target, like all of these, just stop giving them your money. Go. There's tons of other companies out there that provide equally good products. But And then I just want to circle back to Allison Felix really quick. Yes, I'm sure you know she could be woke. I don't really know about her current status and all of that stuff. But you know what she did? She partnered with, I think it was Athleta. Um, and then she made her own shoe. Awesome. She, she created, awesome. She, start, awesome. she started her own shoe brand. She awesome. said, she gave Nike the big middle finger and said, I'm done. I'm done with you. Hey, the thing Anyways. is, what's scary too, is it's only a matter of time. Like, like all those people who are Nike, like Nike's woke company and they look at, they eat their own. It's they ate their it's athlete. It's coming with Noble. Yeah, it's coming with totally. Lululemon. Yeah. It's coming with all of it. Yeah. They're all, and so just be aware. Be aware of where you spend your money. And if it's something that you feel passionate about, you know, stand up for what you believe in. Why Don't do you think Nike, go with the flow. Why do you think Nike is, is doing this? Why do you think these companies are doing this, Budweiser, Nike? There's, why do you think they're doing this? I think, 
I think they get too big and I think they're trying to appease to the masses and I think they're too big and there's no actual responsibility in any of these companies. There's so, too many layers. There's too many like safeguards. Um, wait, so, so you think, think that, that this is a smart financial decision on their part? You think it's this? No, is, no, no, no. I think that I think that people are so afraid of getting canceled. They self censor themselves. So if you're sitting in a boardroom and this idea gets brought up, and if you're the person to say, whoa, 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 I don't agree with that, you are going to be, you're going to get the act. People are self-censoring themselves. I guarantee you there's people high up in that Nike organization that do not agree with this, that do not believe in it, but they're not going to be the ones to get their balls cut off. Okay. And to let, lose let their me, job that provides for their family. Let me just ask you this, just on a, on a mathematical scale. You have to, uh, um, and, and this goes along with what I I am, Steve. Someone in the comments says, uh, I repeat, you cannot make everyone happy. Now, do you think it's financially a smart decision for Budweiser and uh, Nike to do this? Because if you can't um, make everyone happy and their goal is to make money, I mean, yeah. wh wh why, why don't you, go ahead. I don't see it bringing them any more business. So no, I personally do not think it's a good financial decision because I don't see the return on investment um, for making a decision like this. I only see people getting frustrated and walking away from that product. I'm going to tell you, my, my own father has been drinking Budweiser for many, many, many years. Guess what he came over two nights ago to my house with a, with a, with a 12-pack of? Dos Aquis. He said, I'm done, Sammy. I'm not buying Budweiser anymore. And he's been drinking it. I mean, the man is 62 years old. He's been drinking it since he was, I'm sure, 18. And we're talking like Bud Heavy, like loved it, fans through and through. And he came over last night. I couldn't believe it. He had a, he had a full pack of Dos Artis, of all things. <laughs> but you know what also is you have to be careful because these brands have so many layers to them. So Budweiser just doesn't own Bud Light and Budweiser, right? Like they've got Bush Light. They've got, they've got so many different uh, like sub brands underneath the Anheuser-Busch umbrella. So you have to do your research as a consumer. If you're truly uh, serious about not supporting this woke bullcrap agenda, I told myself I wasn't going to swear today because it was good Friday. So I have already failed that, but um, you, you have to be an educated consumer. You just can't be lazy and you just can't go with the flow and whatever is convenient. You have to be an educated consumer. Uh, do you, do you have a husband? I do have a husband. Yeah. Uh, so I would just like to say for your swearing, uh, my daughter, I forgive you for your sins as long as you service <laughs> your husband today. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a Budweiser, Bud Light, Kona, Michelob Ultra, Natural Light, Bush, uh, Stella, Landshark, uh, President P, Ho Garden, Ho Garden. That's one of their beers, a Ho Garden. <laughs> Shock Top. Hey, why, why, um, so what if, why, why is it frustrating to see um, Budweiser put a man who is, what, what if this was 15 years ago? What if let me let me roll back a few things. What if there was there weren't men and women sports 
And we didn't have this crazy grooming problem on that. I really, I don't even know if I want to get into it in today's show. It's so, it's getting so fucking dark, especially Mm -hmm. if you have a kid who's in a California school, you, you better not think this isn't going to happen to you. Yep. Cause every single kid is now being, every single kid in a public school in California is, is, is being asked and put in situations that parents don't know about. And, and someone's gonna be like, not everyone. Okay, fine. 99.9%. But there's some programs in yep. the school right now that I've discovered that are scary. The teachers aren't even privy to them. They're separating the kids from the teachers and putting them in these programs for five hours. Anyway, um, wh- what if this was 15 years ago and Budweiser had just put this um, tranny uh, um, on the Budweiser can and said, hey, congratulations. I think it's the one year celebration that um, that that person she's a partic- woman she's a she's a woman she's a he's a woman she's a woman it's both uh. yeah so it's that can is a one-year celebration can congratulations for pretending to be a woman for a year what if that was 15 years ago would we care i mean we didn't care about paul right or did we it wouldn't have happened it wouldn't have happened 15 years ago but what i'm saying is is that it, 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 it's not it's not being transgender you have a problem with right it's, no, I, you, you are correct. I do not have a problem with transgender people. I have a problem with transgender women taking over women's faces. They're erasing right. womanhood. Right. They're erasing what it means to actually be a woman. It, it, right. and it, it is honestly, it's terrifying. You're going to give woman of the year to a transgender woman? Yeah, that, that is some bizarre shit. No that is, and, and, and you so know what? Shit. I cannot, I cannot believe that lesbian women are not screaming from the rooftop at this. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that the real feminists are not screaming from the rooftops on this. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know what? Uh, when the Marriage Act was passed, what was that like maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago or something? Um, and we were sitting in my living room with my I need parents. A female, and my, I might need a female co-host regularly. Are you, well, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm very, yeah, I'm totally ready. I've been, I, I was day, the gal Do you have a J, do you have a J job? Do you have a gay job? Do you have a day job? I knew I'd I, get it. Do you have a day job? I do have a day job and I also cross coach CrossFit uh, classes and I have four kids. Um, What's your husband do? Does your husband got enough? Does your husband have money that you can fuck off with the podcast? Yeah, I don't. Hey, I if if it was like a a scheduled thing, I would work it in for sure. I would totally work it in. Um, let's exchange information and make it happen. Okay, don't get pushy. Um, I'm in control of the relationship. Don't get pushy. (laughs) Okay, marriage act. Tell me Um, what about the marriage act? Okay, so it was. I think it was like 15 years ago. The marriage act was passed, and I remember sitting in my living room with my parents. And my dad and my mom said, you have to draw the line somewhere. And as soon as you start moving that line, they're going to take an inch and then an inch will eventually become a mile. And they said, next thing you know, people are going to try to start marrying their animals. And I looked at my dad and I said, there is no way on earth. I know. I remember hearing that. And I'm like, what asshole would say that? I remember hearing someone say they're going to let gays marry first and then animals. And I remember being so like disgusted by that person. I'm like, what piece of shit would say that? And guess what? Today in 2023 doesn't seem too crazy. Oh, dude. In California, they just passed a law that parents don't have a right to, uh, Access, it's okay for schools to separate 
conversations that they have with your kids from the parents. Like now the schools are allowed to keep secret conversations with the kids. That is horrific. And if that does not terrify you as a parent, then you should have never become a parent to begin with. Isn't that the premise of, um, isn't, isn't there just two things you need in order to be uh, a successful pedophile? You need, you need kids you need, and then you need the victims and then you need the secrecy from the parents. Isn't that, isn't that, that's all you need, right? So the school has yeah. your kids and now they have secrecy with your kids. I, I'm not that's, saying that it's a given, but it's a pretty, it's two really strong correlates. They need your kids so, and they need your kids to shut the fuck up. A, a very important lesson that I teach my children, even starting, I mean, I just started having this conversation with my daughter because I heard this piece of advice and I thought that is, that is wonderful. I tell my children, my daughter's eight, and I say, Evelyn, if anybody, if any adult tells you that you need to keep a secret from your mommy or your daddy, you need to know that that is not right. You need to know that no adult should ever ask you to keep a secret from your parents. You need to realize that that's a red flag and you need to come talk to mommy about that. The moment that other adults try to keep secrets, from the parents, it is wrong. It is wrong. It should not be allowed. And that is a lesson that you need to teach your kids because they don't know any better. They don't know any better. They, it could be someone that they trust. It could be anybody in their life, right? And that's how these pedophiles get in. You know, they say for pedophiles, it's not mostly strangers, right? I think they say like- Oh no, it's the people it's, you know. Yep, it's, it's, it's the all, people yes. you know. Yes, yes, it's the, always, and so, always. And you, you need to be very explicit when you're explaining that to your child. There are to be no secrets. Yes. It's always the people you know who steal from you. I'm okay. Steal from me. I still love you. I understand. Yeah. Uh, it's always the people you know who like talk behind your back. I get it. I'm not I talk behind my back as long as you'll still be my friend. I get it. like there's so many things I'll accept, but it, but it, it is also always the person you know is the done. fucking pedophile. Hey, it's the same yep. thing. It's always the pool your kid drowns in that you were that you thought you were protecting your kid from. It's always it's always Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always, it's always I could not agree like more. I could not agree. Hey, more. I, and, and you know, what's crazy is uh, 10 years ago too. I, I, I was very suspect of people who hunted pedophiles mm. and of people who spent their times predominantly like taught raising money for like, um, uh, like that thing that ri the ri uh, mayhem did where they raised money to stop sex trafficking. Cause I, I always oh. thought I was always suspect of them that they were the, the, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Cause we have wow. a lot of that today. That's what the whole Democrat yeah. Democratic Party is, right? They're just wolves yeah. in sheep clothing. They're they're wolves in sheep clothing. They're hiding. Yeah. They're the I mean, posse the that's out getting the bad guy, but they're riding with the posse. It's like, wait a minute, you are the mm. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now wow. for some reason oh, I've God. yeah. Um mm. well thank you. Crazy. Yeah, thank you. Um yeah, crazy. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thanks for introducing us to Allison day. Felix. Yeah, yeah. Um, read up on her, and um, I actually have to hop off because I'm going to go do a class right now. So have a great show, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, don't forget about your husband. Okay, bye. okay. It's Good Friday for a reason. I'm sure, it's a good Friday for him. I wonder if that's a deal breaker. You go to jerk your husband off, and he's like, "What are you doing? That's so sweet." And he's like, well, "Sevon told me to." I just got a text from someone, bro. I'm missing you on YouTube, man. Twitch breaks up so much. 
Uh, hate the unnamed callers. Unnamed. Oh, you mean like I need to ask them their names? I don't know. Uh, think about this. Just put it in context. Think about how many kids you know who were injured or killed from COVID. Now think about what do you think is higher, the ch- kids being uh, groomed in your schools or kids being injured by COVID? And think of the think of the actions they took to protect your kids from COVID. Dude, it's not even close. If you if your child is in a California school, if if you put your kid in a California school, let's say five years ago. And they've and they've gone all and they've they're going to do the whole thing there K through twelve. Your kid will be groomed, hundred percent. There's going to be something in there said by one of those fucking teachers that 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 um, cr- crosses that line into grooming. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not even it's it's not even that bold of a statement. There's this video someone sent me. It's a thirty minute video with a sit down parent. And what's crazy is all these parents who are coming out. They're all Democrats. These aren't Republican parents coming out. Republican parents aren't putting their kids in these situations. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Republican. I'm just telling you. I'm gonna, it, it, her timing was perfect. I'm going to show you. This is Candace Owen tripping on uh, on uh, the, that dude. That dude who's become a girl and celebrating the year anniversary. Here we what go. is this? Nike a huge corporation has decided to partner with Dylan Mulvaney. He is going to be modeling for them. He is modeling for them as an ad partner, sponsoring their women's wear. Is that funny to anybody that just watched that? Is that cute to anybody that just watched that? Is that womanly to any person that just watched that? If you actually care about women, if you deem yourself to be a feminist, even if you don't deem yourself to be a feminist, if you deem yourself to be a moral individual, how do you not speak out against the fact that this man wearing woman face is now taking the spots of women? What is this? Nike. Oh, and that's what the caller was saying, that it's taking the spots of women. <laughs> 10 and 8 years old know what secrets and uh, help is, yeah, that's a great place to start. Great advice. Thank you. Uh, uh, Audrey in another bathing suit. Men win again. Thank you. Undefeated. Dude, I don't know. I don't know how any of these athletes are doing. Well, I know how they're doing it. So now you know who all the sellouts are, by the way, too. I mean, we already knew who they were. And, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not hating I'm not upset with any of them. I don't dislike anyone for it, but you do know who all the sellouts are in our, in our space, in the CrossFit space. You know, who they all are. I mean, some people, it was their lifetime goal to be sponsored by Nike. Like that was, that was more important to them than being an athlete. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I'm glad Seema saw it too. Aside from trans issues, it also promotes anorexia. Yes. It's exact. Hey, it's so crazy. Damn, you're good, Seema. When I just saw that dude dancing around right there, I didn't think anything about trans issues. I just saw eating disorder. That's right where my f- brain went. That's where I'm like, oh, that 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 poor. I, I actually felt bad for her, him. I was like, that uh, that's anorexic. 
about someone who has a serious eating disorder. I don't know if anorexic is the right word, but that's that 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 body's in in really really bad shape. That's just close to uh, needing to be. Well, Seema, you think you think that that guy's going to be hospitalized soon? Oh shit! Listen to this fucking word fuckery. Sorry, Tommy. Love you, Tommy Ginakos. Greek guy, huge dong, but fucking saying silly shit. I think Nike silos it. What the fuck does that mean? Come on, bro. Bro. I doubt their NFL and NBA stars support these. Dude, They, of course they support these. They have to. They have to. Hey, dude. I are, do, I, do I not support child uh, labor in China? Of course I do. I have a fucking iPhone, dude. Do I not support censorship? Of course I do. I'm dying like a little bitch to get back on YouTube. Please let me back on. Please, please, I promise I won't talk about the vax for six days. Dude. No, I'm uh, I'm Sevamatosian and I'm separate. I'm above that shit. The fuck I am. Nike. They're all sellouts, dude. I don't even know what an Uncle Tom is. I didn't read the book. I think it's the wrong use, but those are all fucking sellouts. All those dudes who are playing in the NFL and the NBA, they're all black dudes who have their one foot on a black man's neck in order to be where they're at because of the BLM stuff. They're the worst of the worst, dude. They're the enforcers of the slave plantation mentality. I've been going over this for two years. Yeah, well, uh, and simply look at how things then, – then Tommy redeems himself, which I appreciate. Thank you, Mr. Tommy. Tommy, the, the giant hog. Uh, Greek Giancos and simply look at how things have gone for those Jersey uh, Knights in hockey. That's true. Well said. But it doesn't matter. If you're taking the check from them, you're a sellout. Like, there's no, I mean, if I'm going on YouTube, I'm, I'm a sellout. I, I'm burning, I'm burning some of my brand equity. Yeah, exactly. One of Hopper's goals was said to be sp sponsored by uh, Nike. Of course, dude. Yeah, it's complete. It's just, it's just, um, uh, yes, yes, thank you. Yes, they're Pat Sherwoods. You get, we're putting it, we're putting it all together. And it's okay. I'm not saying that, it's, I, I, I don't dislike um, uh, Hopper for being a sellout. But you're never going to hear any of those people admit it. Never going to hit, like, like they're bought, their mouths are bought. Their identity's been bought. They're willing to step on three kids and kill three kids so that they don't get put on the train to Auschwitz. I get it. I ain't mad at you. It's your moral character. You're you're so God-faring. You don't even know rule number one about being God-faring. It's to be free. Only free men commune with God. And women. That's the first thing. What did you say? It's fearing. What did I say? Fearing? 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 Fearing. Yeah, God fearing. At least I knew what I was trying to say. Yeah, there you go. That's fair enough. Everyone has a price. Whatever Nike pays, Matt, is that amount. Yeah. I'll say it the way I want to. Fearing. God fearing. Uh, this kind of made me... Misery likes company, right? Uh, I guess this guy Crowder was booted off of YouTube. 
Nuts. His was for something different, though. Uh, Big Tech strikes again. You can't even criticize the sexualization of children while on Louder with Crowder show just criticizing others for sexualizing kids. YouTube puts two strikes on Steven's channel. It's a trip, right? That's a video right there. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's I don't know if you want to see it, but it's a 13-year-old trans performing stripper-type dances in front of a group of adults. It's, it's bad. Yeah, Kenny, that video is vomiting. I know. Thanks. This is a... Um, thanks. You like this shirt? Filson. I got a bunch of them. I th- my, my wife told me she was going to buy more hangers yesterday, and I went into a panic. A panic. So I just immediately got rid of 10 things hanging in my closet. And while I was getting rid of them, I saw this. I'm like, oh, I haven't worn this in forever. Put the sunglasses on. With this shirt, you think? There you go. My beard's getting crazy. Starting to look distinguished. Um, oh, Yanni, thank you. Oh, shoot, Yanni's picture's changed too. Son of a gun. It's a nice photo, though. Uh, he's been canceled like 10,000 times. He actually has a lawsuit against YouTube. I have too many. I have too many. Yeah, eventually everything I have will just be CEO. Uh, time to shave, buzz that hair, Savon. I know, I was thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Here we go. Here we go. Isn't it weird how... Look at Kyle, you got a little woke kid in your, uh, is your profile pic. My brother's girlfriend has a kid in her school on blockers and transitioning. They are in grades five or six, I believe. Dude, it's here. And... and as much as this sounds completely unbelievable to me, I'm starting to think that people are doing it because it's actually trendy. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm starting to really understand that I'm this engagement economy thing and that people actually look at the number. There's people close to me who actually look at the number of likes their posts get and shit like that. And I'm starting to realize, oh shit, there's a whole, I'm, I'm out of it. I've turned into one of those old people who can barely work the remote. And so if you care about likes on your Instagram, then I then you must be capable of fucking almost anything. It just seems so bizarre. It seems like so trivial to me. And then and then so now someone is saying it's cool to be a tranny and so you do that to be a tranny. I think people are actually doing it to try to be cool. Like like I like I'm wearing this jacket and these glasses, but they're willing to go one step further. And, and and identify with some sort of weird uh like I'm like I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a female frog. I'm Seven Matosian, I'm a female frog. It's absolutely it absolutely is because they want to be affirmed and praised and they are offering their kids up on the altar of self-affirmation. Yeah. It that I, I think it's like it's I don't even want to say that out loud, but I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly what's going on. I've read, read a couple articles about it too. Ironically, the, the most profound one was from a lesbian couple. 
who just absolutely hated themselves that they did that to one of their kids. Oh, no. Listen, Alyssa Schultz killing the fucking similes. Here we go. Is transitioning going to be kind of like when we all got student loans for college, but we were young and didn't realize the consequences later in life? Yeah, here. Damn it. I wish I wouldn't have brought this topic up. I didn't need affirmation on this. It's absolutely for attention, Judy Lynn Reed says. Validation, etc. Yeah, damn it. Sean Lenderman, Stevan, I wish I could stick around celebrating my daughter's one-year anniversary of finishing cancer treatment. Dude. Wow. Uh, good luck to that. Congratulations. I'd love to hear more of the story. Thanks for everything you've always contributed in the chat, brother. Thank you. Sounds like that's good news. Kyle G., uh, Sean, amazing. Get out of here. Yesterday, I, um, I've i been hanging out with a lot of parents because I was at skate camp. There's a lot of parents there. And it, I hang out with a lot of parents anyway, usually the same parents because I go to like tennis and skate camp and jiu-jitsu and just all these things I go to. And there's tons of kids. And, I, and I'm always at these places. And there's rotating kids and there's classes before and classes after. So I just see lots of parents. And yesterday I went to tennis class and it's very, it's getting, it's very cold here at night right now. I mean, by very cold, it's uh, 47 degrees with the, uh, with the wind blowing at five to 10 miles an hour. Right. And so the outdoor stuff we do, there's fewer and fewer kids at it. And yesterday I show up to tennis and there's this couple there, a cool couple, really cool couple. And you know, what's funny is I think these cats were woke as shit, like, three or four years ago when I met them and they were, they're hardcore tech people. They come from over the hill, Silicon Valley, and they were at some big startups, big startups. And uh, now in the last year, I think they've completely flipped the script, but anyway, they have two crazy talented kids. There's these two separate families. Those of you who have kids, you know, which families have like the most, I hate to use this word, talented kids, like these kids, they're driven and they have they're they're slightly aggressive and 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 then they have enough focus to 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 learn shit it's pretty crazy when you see those kids my kids are not aggressive my kids are just pure tortoises they have no rabbit in them and they're just slow and steady anyway so uh we're at tennis it's freezing yesterday and it's just my kids and their kids and, and, and it's it's long. It's a class, then a break, and then another class. You end up being there for like three hours. It's freezing. And I look at those, their parents and I said, hey, congratulations. And they said, why? I'm like, this is the only way. This is the only way kids stay on top. If the parents just keep it, just, you can't have any excuses. You can't be like, I want to work out. It's too cold. I'm, I'm, I'm too tired. You can't have any excuses. If your kid fails something, I'm going to blame the parent. Like, just keep taking your kid back. Keep giving your kid the, the resources they need to succeed. Just because it's cold, uh, it, the parents, all the parents who didn't take their kids yesterday, their kids didn't get to learn whatever lesson my kid learned. And you know, one lesson my kids learned, they got there, they were complaining they were cold and they were all bundled up. And by the time we left, they were in shorts and their tank tops. And I'm like, oh shit, they must be freezing. 
they learn that they can work right through that. No, I don't ride a skateboard. Yesterday, I actually stood on the skateboard and kicked twice, and that was it. Uh, Christine, uh, Christine Young, I don't feel sorry for any parents making medically drastic decisions regarding a sex change for a child that doesn't even have a fully developed brain. I feel sorry for the children. Oh, yeah. Dude, those parents are... Anyway, just keep... Stick with it. Don't don't let your kid have excuse. And now, now, granted, there's degrees and variations. My kids have been consistent now for uh, two, three, four years in their practices, their disciplines. And so, if I go to jujitsu and one of them's like, "Hey, my hip hurts," they don't have to do it. Now, that doesn't happen very often. Once a month, once every six months, once a year. I trust them. There's no stress. I've completely taken all the stress I had about my kids succeeding two years ago, completely gone. Completely gone. I used to want to push them. Not, not, we're just slow and steady. It's raining here today. I'm going to make a video and post it on my G. And I already know my kids and I are going to go out and push the sled for an hour in the rain. There's no excuses. Yeah, my kids did cry. Uh, they, uh, I don't know if they cried when I got on the skateboard yesterday, but I, they have a one wheel. And if I get on the one wheel, they will literally start crying like tears. They're so scared. They view me as a frail old man. It's, it's kind of cute and kind of lame. But I mash them regularly. Everyone gets mashed at least once a day so that they feel the power. By mash, I mean just like picked up and tossed across the room onto a bed or I just randomly squeeze them so hard that they knock the wind out of them. Like they need to know. I put my fingers between their fingers and squeeze it until they yelp. I let them know that like I'm not old and frail. Yesterday I the the eighty pound dumbbell you got me yesterday. I, I show I told them like tell me some kid who's eighty pounds. They told me some kid who's 80 pounds, like some big kid in their class, and they go, this is what I could do to him, and I just picked it up and yanked it over my head. I like to do that stuff. Dad, dad should always be doing that stuff for their kids, party tricks. Crowder kicked off of YouTube. Two strikes. God, that's kind of scary. Hey, um, someone over at Instagram a couple of years ago told me that because I have my boys working out with their shirts off that um, uh, there's there's people who will report me. Um, and then people were reporting me for all sort for shit that's like sex shit on kids because I had my three boys working out in the garage with their shirts off. So I erased all that shit. Uh, Janelle, my kids love that I can do uh, handstand walk and muscle-ups. Yeah, right? They love that shit. They want to see their strong parents. So just be consistent. You're going to see. You're going to see. Just be so consistent with your kids. So, so consistent. Come home from a vacation. You get home at 9 in the morning. Their class isn't until 3. Take them to it. It's okay. One of the parents is always going to be like, it's too much. Can't they rest? No. It's not too much. And no, they can't rest. And you know what? That first day back that you go back to jiu-jitsu, you go back the day you got back from your vacation. And you walk in there and your kid fools around maybe a little bit or he doesn't want to do it and only makes it through half the class. No big deal. You showed up. 
It's cool. Stick with it. Uh, here it is. I'll play it for you. It's um, it's not pretty. Uh, I don't know how this mom stayed so calm. Um, wish I all this. People have been saying to me, close to me, it's like, what's your problem with uh, transgender people? And it's, it's not that I have a problem with transgender people more affordable in the long at all. Zero. Helping our customers like I said, it, it was less than a year right ago that there was a transgender person in my living room. We hung out for five hours and watched all the UFC fights, Ooh, which I'm really excited about for tomorrow. And that's why I want, I want to be super clear about that. Hi, for those. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I was playing two audios at once. Sorry about that. That was sloppy. Okay, I should have muted that. Okay, here we go. You guys ready? California School Board, I don't even know what that is, voted three to two against developing a policy that would lead to increased parental inclusion. Don't think that this isn't happening everywhere. There's this other video out there where it's a mom sitting down talking about how the entire school, all the kids that, that the school her daughter goes to were pulled out for a five-hour class. It was one hour a day for five days. And in that class, because this is in public school in California, they introduced the, to the kids how to pick your identity. And they gave the kids a whole list of identities to choose from. Can you imagine even – you should not – you should not be talking to your kid about things like that. You don't talk to your kid about identities or gender or any of that stuff. What you do is you instill things into them. I don't know, Salon, that's a little vague. What are you talking about? Uh you're pointing to a parking spot and there's an old lady who wants to pull in too. And you were there first, you back out and you be like, go ahead, ma'am. And you take a different one. You just instilled something into your kid. You gave your kid a little piece of your identity. You exampled for them. You're at the airport and there's an escalator and then there's stairs. You run up the stairs. You've just instilled something in your kid. Instead of taking the escalator, you tell your kid, Hey, I'll carry your luggage and my luggage. And I bet you I can still beat you. And you run up those stairs. You just instilled something into your child. You ask your child to draw 10 minutes every single day. And then you look at the picture and give them compliments on it. You're not helping your child build their identity. You don't talk to them about that shit. That's later. That's later. You can ask them questions. You don't, you don't introduce those types of concepts to your kids. You don't let you, you, you don't, you don't, I mean, sh I mean, even like shaving your kid into a fucking mohawk or letting your kid dye their hair or getting piercings, all that shit. That's all spending a, a wisdom equity. That's, that's, that's,
you're taking away you you you're closing a door on them being able to cultivate their own their own presence their own self-awareness all of that does that just kids who are good at stuff are such different kids But they're not going to get good at stuff unless you unless you stick with them, unless you take them every single day and be like, hey, this is what we're going to do for 15 minutes today. It really doesn't take a lot, by the way. My eight-year-old daughter wants to pierce her, uh, um, uh, pierce her ear. Simple question. Tell me why. Why she, why she wants to do it? Because she's seen other kids do it. She, no one would ever think about putting a hole in their ear, really, unless someone else did it. Yeah. Tell me more, Eric. Tell me more. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Wow. Bam. Thank you. Shit. Eric Wise. I'm a little slow today. Good shit. My eight-year-old daughter wants to pierce her ears. Simple question. Tell me why. Seema responds. Other kids are doing it. Eric responds. Yes. Hey, if, if, if I had a daughter... She wanted to pierce her ears at eight. I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I wonder if it's going to hurt. I would talk to her about it. And then I'd be like, hey, listen, I really, I, th I think it's something that well, we should wait until you're 14 to do. And on your 14th birthday, we'll do it. And you know what else? I'm going to buy you the coolest earrings ever and blah, blah. I would make it into something like that. I'd push it. I'd kick that shit so down the road. It would be a different story for my son. There, I, there it would be. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's coming for me. My sons are. I bought my son's bracelet and um, ne necklace making kits. They've been like making necklaces and bracelets now for everyone and anyone. I just love that shit. My mom made me wait till I was 13. Yeah, I mean, like just. Kick, some shit needs to be just kicked down the road. And, and it's, not be, it's not because may, having your ears pierced makes you... There's nothing inherently bad about it. It's just you're a kid. And you're just twitching from one pile of shit to another. That desire will just go away. It's just... Why? Why not just give that one some space? You're putting a hole in your ear. Teach them a use that as a as a as a tool to uh, teach them a lesson. Patience, maturity. Yeah, yeah. In, in that, of course, that's it. Right. So, that's another great tool right there. What this guy is saying to Gak. I, I would like a Pierce. Why stop there? Let's go get gauges. So as a kid, I always thought that, um, as a kid, I always thought that, um, school dress code was stupid. And then Greg Glassman explained this to me, nah, nah, school dress code's cool. And I go, why is that? And he says, if you have boys who are supposed to wear blue corduroys to school every single day. When they fuck around and they try to break the rules, they'll try to wear black corduroys or they'll try to wear blue denim.
or that's where the battle line's drawn right there. Or if you have a rule that girls have to have their skirt over their knee, the battle line's drawn. They try to make it just a little shorter so you can see a little bit of their knee. And that's where you draw the battle line. Some are just completely ridiculous. You don't give a shit what color the corduroys are. But you let them experience pushing back and being wild somewhere there. And, and, I, and, and I loved that explanation. I think that's what Tagak was saying. You now know something that they want. They want to put a hole in their ear. Use that against them. Use that for them. Use that with them. All comments by Shanna Madaris will always be read. When my husband wanted to pierce his ear when he was young, his dad said, fine, but then anytime you're in my house, you will wear a dress. Word. <laughs> Uh, pierced ears are nothing burger. Uh, man. Yeah, here we go. Tell that to Spanish parents in the 80s when, when if you were a girl, they would get your ears pierced before you would leave the hospital when you were born. Yeah. And then there's that whole group of people, too, who get their kids' ears pierced. That's the whole thing. I didn't know this either. This is crazy. This was explained to me. That's why... Um, uh, all the, those parents get their baby's ears pierced and they wear the pink bandanas on their kids and they put all those head things on their kids because they want everyone to make sure that they know that this is a girl. Dude, if you have kids and people confuse the sex of your kid and you're offended, you're an idiot parent. No one can tell the fucking difference between a boy and a girl when they're little. Breakfast plans at the same time. Uh, the comments are all um, coming in. So like here, look, at here's a Facebook icon. Here's a Twitch icon. I don't see any Twitter. Everyone's either on Twitch or on Facebook. Does it, has, is anyone on any platform where they're like, hey, this is actually better than YouTube? No, no, sorry. We'll play the video. Sorry, we did. Uh, Beefcake's asking if we decided not to play the video. No, we're going to play it. Thank you for the memory. I just got distracted. Those that don't know me, my name is Aurora Regino, and I am the mother that filed a lawsuit in federal court against Chico Unified for transitioning my daughter without my knowledge. I'm here today to tell my story so parents and the public know what is going on in our schools. Last year, my 11-year-old daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified, and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away. Look at the girl in the, look at the, girl in the front row with the um, rainbow uh, sticker on her left breast. And I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My daughter was distressed and began questioning her sexuality, so she decided to reach out to a wellness counselor at her elementary school. The day my daughter shared her guidance, shared with her guidance counselor that she felt like a boy, the counselor immediately affirmed this new identity. From then on, the counselor continued to have one-on-one -on -one meetings with my daughter without my knowledge. During one of those one-on-one -on -one meetings, my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity. Hey, look at the, all the asymmetrical haircuts in the audience, too. The handful of them that are in there. Oh, shit, I ruined it. Son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. Oh, do we have to watch the ad again? I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Well, you get the gist. You get the gist, right? 
I, dude, this is, if you're going to riot over something, this is what you riot over. I, I know that's the whole thing, right? You're worried. You're worried about 12 unarmed black men being killed in the United States when everyone's kids are fucking being fucking forced to take injections. And then this shit, this shit is crazy. By the way, this is all the stuff that a year ago that everyone says wasn't happening. daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My daughter was distressed and began questioning her sexuality, so she decided to reach out to a wellness counselor at her elementary school. The day my daughter shared her guidance, shared with her guidance counselor that she felt like a boy, the counselor immediately affirmed this new identity. From then on, the counselor continued to have one-on-one -on -one meetings with my daughter without my knowledge. During one of those one-on-one -on -one meetings, my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity. The counselor ignored her request and did nothing to support her in letting me know what was going on at school. Throughout her transition, my daughter changed very quickly, was bullied, and as a result, was very unhappy. And because her school kept this transition a secret from me, she was on her own. I'm a busy working mother, just like the rest of you. Before this happened to our family, I would have not believed this was going on in our schools, especially at the elementary level. I want everyone to know, I understand that I, I want everyone to understand that I want a space for our LGBTQ and trans community members to feel safe and supported. But the policy currently in place at Chico Unified has been damaging to our family. And I am not up here talking about what could happen if you continue this policy. I am up here telling you what did happen to our family. This was the time when she needed me the most and you kept it a secret from me. I understand that you are trying to find ways to create a safe environment for all children within our district, that keeping secrets from parents is not the way to do it. Treating every parent as a potential threat to their kids is wrong. I know it's easy to make up a narrative when it comes to my case. I know it's easy for people to judge and say my daughter must have not felt safe or supported. And that's the reason for telling her counselor. But regardless of what people say, I love my children and there isn't anything they could ever do to change that. I wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered to me whether my daughter continued to identify as a male. I would love her the same. It's a slippery slope to allow any adult in our schools to keep secrets from parents for any reason. The actions the school board district took to immediately exclude me from supporting my daughter was very damaging to her and our family. She was very young and didn't understand what being transgender really meant or the obstacle she would face going through a transition. The school transitioned her and left her to figure it out on her own. It seems to me the district is getting it wrong on both sides. You don't know how to handle these very serious and sensitive situations because once you transitioned her, you left her to handle it all by herself, the bullying and the staff even Thank outing you. her. Thank you. Dude, it's vomitous. That's I, I I'm it's so weird. That stuff makes me feel militant. I can't believe how calm she is. You transition someone's kid. I, I, God, I, I want to say that's like death penalty shit. I want to say that's like we're so close to killing someone. You transition someone. You 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 help transition someone. Someone's 11-year-old daughter and didn't tell them? And then when they said they wanted to tell their mom, you ignored their requests? 
did you see what the mom said? And, and the kids don't know the consequences of being transitioned. Of course they don't. Yeah, I know. Right here it is. And, and that is, that's what's coming. It's gotta be what's coming. This is ridiculous. If I found out this was happening to someone, I would, I uh, would, I loved, I would fuck you up. Yeah. I'd be in jail. Yep. I know. That's the thing, though, too. Most of these people this is happening to, like, do you think that that, that lady, that she's liberal? By the way, this, the person who sent me this article is one of the most liberal people I know. And they live in Berkeley, California, and their kids go to the uh, Berkeley Unified, they're in the Berkeley Unified School District, and they're slowly starting to wake up. I'm so happy when they send me this shit. I'm like, yeah, dude. Because he's he's in the school district where these experiments take place. Yeah, uh, she appeared uh, just burnt and worn out from fighting system. Well, she she said she had breast cancer too. Alex Mallard, I can't believe this is really happening in the world. I know that's that's how I feel. I cannot believe this. Oh, you know, part part of me wants to steer away from all this. Part of me thinks because I'm focused on it, it exists. I know that's some fucking hippy-dippy shit. So, about a week ago, my friend sends me this video... And they're in and they're hanging out with this guy. And they say to me in the video, hey, this is a pretty famous dude. Um, he created a cash app and he said it was uh, something called Squarespace. I don't even know what that is. And they made a video with him and, and, and sent it to me. And then two days ago, like maybe it was one day after my friend sent me this video. This dude's dead in San Francisco. That shit's weird, right? That shit's so weird. I think the guy's name, was his name Billy Lee or something? A Hollywood mogul's Democrat daughter slams liberal San Francisco after Cash App's founder murdered. Dude, San Francisco is a shithole. I wonder what they're going to do there. I wonder what they're going to do with the city. It is a disaster. Lee, the 43-year-old founder of Cash App, was fatally stabbed at 2.30 a.m. Tuesday in the Rincon Hill area of San Francisco. Man, it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous there. If you... uh. If if you if you're if you're thinking about visiting California, do not visit San Francisco. Do not. There's so many great places. Go to Truckee or Lake Tahoe or Yosemite. Man, oh man. I don't know if you guys saw, I probably won't bring this up, but there was oh, yep, here it is. Shit. Maybe I will bring it up. Eh. I mean, this is just for all the people who are 
I don't know. Today's a dark day. Got kicked off of YouTube. I'm admitting that I'm going to be a sellout until July. I found out my friends suck Nike cock. Uh, Brazil man kills four children with hatchet at daycare center. When I was younger, I was 20-something, I was riding in a car somewhere, and I remember hearing a radio story say, a bus in Peru drives off a cliff, 27 children dead. And I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Not that those people died, but that I was in California, and it was being reported to me through a little radio in a car. I was like, how could they – like I would never know about this. Well, here we go. 2023, we were all sitting in different places. And there's a news story that broke yesterday of a man in Brazil who walked into a daycare center and killed fucking four kids with a hatchet. All the kids were between the age of five and seven. I have nothing else to say on that. Fuck that story. Done with that story. Bye-bye. Anyone want to say anything about that dumbass story? Yeah, okay, let's just go darker. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good. Uh, Kenny, uh, 2014. Sivan, what are your thoughts on aliens before this abducted guy comes out? Dude. I, so, Teasdale, Ronnie Teasdale, Raw came over once, like, two years ago to my house and hung out with me for a couple of days. And one of the topics he was interested in at the time was aliens, and I did not like the topic. I did not like the topic. I am porous. As someone made fun of me yesterday for being sensitive. I am very sensitive. Very, very uh, sensitive. And that shit freaked me out. What are your thoughts on aliens? Wait, Raw was at your house? Yeah. He drove up here in that Batman car. This is a couple of years ago. He hung out for a couple of days. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes to my house again. My dog doesn't like him, though. That's what sucks. My dog's fucking gnarly and big and very aggressive. Very aggressive. I don't know, dude. I, I just know the book is freaking me out. I'm powering through it. The The guy who's coming on Monday, the book he wrote is um, UFO of God. UFO of God. Yeah. Uh, some, some, uh, Natalie, uh, with the big swear words, uh, some of uh, the politicians look like aliens. Yeah. Uh, Biden looks like an alien. Um, Trump is starting to look like an alien in his old age. How about, um, the, the lady, Lori Lightfoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. A full blown right out of the bar. The, isn't there a bar scene in star Wars? She's straight out of the bar in star Wars. Like the, where Jabba the Hutt kicks it. I can't wait to show you this video. I can't wait to show you this video. Where is, is that? Videos. Is that on YouTube? 
This video is so good. Uh, fight breaks out after Ted Cruz refuses. Let me see if I can find this on YouTube. Here it is. This is nuts. I'm going to start this at, uh, I don't know what kind of trouble I'm going to get in for showing this. Um, I'm going to start this at 426. This is Ted Cruz. I've, I've, I apologize. We've talked about this a lot on the show. <clears throat> but this is um, this is Ted Cruz. And he's talking about how the attorney general over in the Ukraine was investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden for their relationship and accepting money uh, for, from China and uh, – and, and somehow involving the Ukraine and their attorney general had opened up a case against Hunter investigating it and into Joe, the big guy. And then how Joe Biden then went over to the Ukraine and was bragging. Remember, I've told this story probably 20 times on the show. Joe Biden went over to the Ukraine, told him, fire the attorney general. And if you don't, um, I'm going to uh, I'm not going to give you your billion dollars in benefit packages from the United States. And he said, I'm leaving your country in six hours on a flight, and that person better be fired before I leave. And that person was fired. Well, here it is. This person is interviewing. Well, it's just I forget who the guy who he's interviewing is, but I think it will become evident uh, once we get going. But here it is. Here's the story. I think this is recent. I think this is just a few days ago. Okay, listen up. But rather, it is official corruption from the then vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, and now the president of the United States, Joe Biden. Let me ask you, while his son was on the board of Burisma making a million dollars a year. So one of the odd things was that Hunter Biden was on the board of a company called Burisma making $86,000 a month. And I believe Burisma was a, an oil company in the Ukraine. And not only does Hunter not speak Ukrainian, but he knows nothing about oil. Did Joe Biden do anything that benefited the corrupt oligarch who was paying his son? Uh, Vice President Biden led our efforts to fight corruption in Ukraine. Let me ask you the question again. Did Vice President Joe Biden do anything that benefited the corrupt oligarch who was paying his son a million dollars a year? He did not. He did not. Well, it's interesting. Someone who disagrees with you, Mr. Kent, is Joe Biden. And I want to read from what he said on January 23rd, 2018 at the Council of Foreign Relations. Quote, this is Joe Biden speaking. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And I was supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I'd gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma. And they didn't. So Biden continues. I said, no, I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion dollars. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was about six hours. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. By the way, you don't have to take Ted, Ted Cruz's word for this or my word. You can hear Joe Biden bragging about this. The video is out there. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Let me ask you something. Do you think Joe Biden holding a billion dollars hostage to force the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor that is investigating the corrupt 
oligarch who's paying his son a million dollars a year? Did getting that prosecutor fired benefit that oligarch? Thank you, Senator Cruz. Senator Van Are you going to allow him to answer the question, Madam Chairman? I am not going to allow him to answer the question. I'm Why are you covering for the him. vice president? Do you not I'm want not... to answer that question? He said that, that the vice president has nothing to benefit I think it's oligarch. unfortunate for you, Senator Cruz, to put in position that are uncomfortable the nominees to be our ambassadors. Okay, this is because Did you hear what she just said? She just said it's unfortunate, Senator Cruz, that you're putting the nominees who are to be our ambassadors in uncomfortable situations. Isn't that what you would want at a hearing like this? Yeah, you heard that, right, Riley? Is that crazy? Is that fucking crazy? That's woke talk. That's woke talk. This isn't your dinner table. This isn't um, this isn't uh, your daughter brought um, her her boyfriend home and you're trying to act cool and not make him feel uncomfortable, although maybe you should make him feel uncomfortable, too. This is fucking this is questioning people who are going to be the ambassadors to the United States of America. Yeah, New World Order shit. I'm going to rewind that so you guys can hear that one more time. This is fucking nuts. I know. When I heard that, I'm so glad you caught that. Listen to this. Listen to this one more time. Ted Cruz just wants an answer to the question. Senator Van Are Hall. you going to allow him to answer the question, Madam Chairman? I am not going to allow him to answer the question. I'm Why are you covering for the him. vice president? Do you not I'm want not... him to answer that question? He said that, that the vice president has I, I nothing to benefit I think it's oligarch. unfortunate for you, Senator Cruz, to put in position that are uncomfortable the nominees to be our ambassadors. Okay, this is because his they sworn have, testimony. This is I his sworn that. testimony. And I he, understand that you want to cover for the vice president. That he is going to raise those concerns anytime. Was his testimony true or false that Biden did nothing to benefit the oligarch? Let him answer the question. Why she had expression on her face that she question? just did. That's I'm not. I just want to move on. But you won't let him answer. I, I asked a yes, no question. Will you allow him to answer the yes, no question? Yes, you can answer yes or no. Thank you. The prosecutor who was fired by the Ukrainian parliament did nothing to investigate Slachevsky and everything that Vice President Biden, the State Department, and the U.S. Embassy did acted in good faith to reduce corruption and help the Ukrainian so people. So firing him did not benefit the old Thank time. you, Senator Cruz. Senator Van Hollen. Unreal. Unreal. And then we know what happened uh, last month over at the British Virgin Islands. Their attorney general also got fired. Weird. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Man, it's corrupt. Seven, well, they're corrupt on both sides. Okay, cool. I'm, 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 not, I'm not arguing they're not. I'm not arguing they're not. We just happened to be in a war with Ukraine. We got a laptop uh, out there that shows Hunter smoking crack, being with prostitutes and whores, getting 10% for the big guy. Uh, this is a kind of a textbook. Um, th that guy, Bill Lee, that I told you who was just killed in San Francisco. That uh, He was walking home at 2.30 in the morning. He was actually, I think he was actually at a party with my friend. And that video that my friend sent me, was it from that party? 
because they sent me the video like at three in the morning. Anyway, so this guy right here, believe it or not, this is a man you're looking at. Actually, I don't know that for certain. But this is um, a police commissioner, Kevin Bened Benedicto. I think this is a Mexican man who's so obese that he's Asian now. You know what I mean? He has so much face fat that it squished his eyes down. Which is neither here nor there. Of course, just a observation. Uh, he says, we don't know. So, so this is him talking. This is just a museum specimen quality of woke talk. This is if you will listen to what I was saying about Nikki Brazier the other day, um, how they don't say anything. Listen to this. We have no idea what this guy is talking about. You have to you have to read into everything woke people say. And that makes you woke when you read into it. Here we go. I feel like uh, some people out there on the media and social media that are exploiting uh, this horrific incident for for political gain, and this was this was a tragedy and a crime, and it's under investigation. You heard it from the chief. Uh, yet, so much of the coverage uh, in this short amount of time has been uh, a significant amount of, of, of misrepresenting facts, of fear mongering, and of trying to exploit this tragedy. Um, we don't know all the facts. The department will update the public and the commission when we do. Uh, but I, I find it premature and, and distasteful to try to fit this, this horrifying act of violence into a preconceived narrative and use it to advance a political agenda and would discourage people from reading um, the, the fear-mongering and the politicization and things on Twitter, including things by the CEO of Twitter. So. Including things by the CEO of Twitter. We don't know what he's talking about. We don't know what was exploited. We don't know what's being exaggerated. We, we, we have no idea. We have to read into it. But, and, if we do read into it, what he's upset about, if we do read into it, what he's upset about is the fact that people are saying San Francisco is a shithole and the cops aren't doing their job. Well, four people were stabbed in a 72-hour period in San Francisco. And Elon said, hey, yep, basically San Francisco's got a crime problem. But of course, he won't say any of it. It's like when they all talk about uh, uh, Hiller, too. They just, they just know, just, just say his fucking name. They're scared. They're pussies. They're cowards. You think uh, Jason Hopper's going to speak, speak up or say anything about uh, Nike? Or Matt? No, they're in silos. It doesn't mean they support it. They take money. Fuck the fuck it doesn't. The fuck it doesn't. I'll do everything in my power to keep my kids off of YouTube even though I'm there without me being super supervising. Because every time you – I know what's on there. Why would, you, why would you want people to be affiliated with a company like all the noble people? Why would you want to be affiliated with a company that openly supports Outwad, who supports men and women's sports? Why is noble doing that? There's no money in it for them. Outwad's not any significant purchaser of noble. 
We already know their shoes suck. I've heard it from three of the best athletes in the space. So how much money did they give Mao or Tia to do that shit? And it's okay. Like, like take their money, but, but just know. It's going to happen to all those people too. Don't think it's not. Those people who are participating in the woke economy. It can come for those people's kids. And those people will have been not be able to not be able to push back on it at all because they took money from them. They're susceptible to it. Man, oh man, San Francisco. Still expensive as all get out. We haven't done any cock talk in a while. So let's 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 do a little cock talk here. Uh the shuttlecock is the uh piece of equipment that's hit around in badminton. I personally Oh, the net I didn't realize the net was that high in um badminton. Did you guys? Oh, I didn't realize it was that high. I thought it was like more uh I don't remember it being that high. Anyway, here we go. We played some pickleball. We might as well show some uh just oh, next level shuttlecock handling. Uh looks like it's co ed teams. Uh and you know it's in that other video, it was the girl on the right who kind of took over, and in this video, it's the guy in the on the right who kind of takes over. But this is, I think, this is, I think this is way cooler than pickleball. Oh man. Oh, good eye, good eye, dude. Some of those angles are crazy. Crazy angles, right? I know, Travis. That's some serious cock handling. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh. Anyway. That's my rebuttal to uh, the old pickleball. Isn't it funny? They got, the, they got those names, both those shuttle... Uh, uh, badminton has the shuttlecock, and then there's pickleball. Never thought of that. This is a shirt from uh, 1982. Uh, it is a um, it's it's a it's a golf event, a golf event, golf event, uh, swing for the retarded. This video has no sound. That was a, a July, a June 6th, 1982, June 6th, 1982. There was an event called swing for the retard to raise money for, uh, mentally disabled 
children and adults. There you go. Now, there's nothing wrong with that until people said there was something wrong with that. It's all, it was all dandy. All dandy. Swing for the retard. And then and then all of a sudden it wasn't cool. We had an oriental rug in my living room. And then all of a sudden one day it became not cool. It went growing up as a kid. And all of a sudden it became one day it wasn't cool. I remember not to say oriental rug. I didn't question it. I just followed the rules. All of a sudden it wasn't okay to say oriental. Oh, and for the gun people, for the people who love the gun debate, let us never make it uh, forget about the great gun debate. How fun. What are some of the favorite topics on the show? Abortion, race, and now gun control. Here we go. AR-15. Nashville AR-15. Huh. If only there was a pattern. So the Nashville shooter actually used a Caltech Sub-2000, which is chambered 9mm, which is not an AR-15 by any stretch of the imagination. It has the same rate of fire as any Glock or nine millimeter pistol would have. Also five of those shooters were gay, non-binary or trans. So there is a pattern, but probably not the pattern I think you want us to find. Nearly 20 million Americans own an AR-15 and they wake up every morning and do not commit a mass shooting with that AR-15. The problem is with individuals who are making bad decisions as individuals. It has never been and will never be the guns. Synagogue. Damn. Just dropping bombs. Uh, Jeremy E. World, this is great. You mean to tell me a retard didn't wake up one day and say, wow, that's offensive? Uh, where is Trish? I get we don't we 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 don't get Trish for a week. Uh CK, uh, my AR-15s haven't shot anyone. There is Trish. Um, all right. Well, we did it. We did a show. I'm pretty happy. Uh, I'm not going to... Uh, sugar-coated i mean it was a buzzkill this morning i woke up and i was tripping i don't want i don't like change i don't want new i don't want change i want to always do the show from this room by the way i was when i was watching some old shows man the show was ghetto before you guys got me this sign this sign is really ups my game thank you anyway i do think susan was giving me a little pep talk yesterday and i don't think he was just doing it just to um I think I think he meant it. I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be good. I think big picture, this is going to be good. I think this is going to be good to be forced to go on to uh, Rumble every single day 
I need to learn how to use Rumble. We'll try to go live again, Rumble, tomorrow. Susan and I will sit down and try to figure out. I almost can guarantee you we will go live tonight. We're going to have to go live and troubleshoot this. We're going to have to schedule a show. At some point today, what I'm guessing is going to happen is Susan and I are going to schedule a show that's going to go live on Rumble, and then Susan and I will try to actually activate on it. Because what happened is there was some problem with some codes when we tried to activate it on this morning when it didn't go live on Rumble. Are we aiming for Rumble or Twitch uh, viewers? The pro Sarah, it's a great question. We don't even know. The problem is this. I'd like to be on Rumble, but Rumble, the comments, we haven't been able to figure out how they integrate with StreamYard, the software we're using. So the only comments I can see in real time, I can't see any of the people on Rumble. I can only see the comments over here that are from Twitch and Facebook and Twitter. There's no comments from Twitter, which is fascinating. Everyone's gone to Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Does someone have to watch and report a violation so your haters are watching and nitpicking everything? I, I'm torn. Some people are telling me it's, there's haters who are reporting every show. Um, so I, I, I don't know what the uh, current, the, the plan is right now for no other reason than just, we need to be able to do it is to get this thing streaming on all the platforms simultaneously. So when we were on YouTube, we just kind of gotten lazy. Every once in a while, Facebook would drop off. We never got rumble to work properly and we just gave up on it. We were paying for the service. We just never did it. It's, it was relatively cheap, 10 bucks a month or something. But now that we've been booted off of YouTube, we need to figure it out. So hopefully by sometime this week, even when we do go back to YouTube, we will still be streaming on Rumble simultaneously. Like I said, the only shitty thing about Rumble is, is I can't see the comments over here on the side of this StreamYard software, so I can't bring them up. I can't bring them up like this. I 100% think it's haters. Uh, did YouTube uh, actually say what the problem was or just say the episode? That's messed up if they don't pinpoint why. They they didn't give me a time code. They told me uh, what episode and what the violation was. They said it was because I was suggesting you're not allowed to suggest alternate methods, prayers, or practices, or rituals in curing COVID-19 or fighting COVID-19 that go against WHO or the LHA uh, guidelines. LHA is local health authority. And all I can think, I didn't watch that show too closely, but all I can think is somewhere in that show, I said something like, Hey, if you want to have your best fight against COVID, um, don't eat sugar and exercise daily. I probably said something like that. And that right there is a ritual uh, or a suggestion on how to cure from COVID. You can't do that. You can't do that on YouTube. You're not allowed to. You couldn't, you have to be very careful how you word it. Yes. If you say, if you say um, that line that I say often, show me one healthy person, show me one person who works out and doesn't eat sugar, who's not obese, who's died from COVID, just one, that, that could, be, could be taken that I'm giving um, the cure for COVID. And, and don't, don't for a second not start to make the connection that when the government – and the government is, 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 is being super-duperly manipulated by pharma, when the government and the media are in control and cahoots, when they're working together like that, don't 
think for a second. It's not, it's not, it's not fascist. Listen to this. It's not fascist people that make a fascist country. It's not Nazis that end up getting Jews killed. It's not um, communism. None of that stuff matters at all. It's only one thing. When the media and the government are in bed together, that's when it happens. You could have an entire country full of Nazis that want to just burn Jews. It cannot happen until the government and the media are in cahoots together. You have to understand that. Caller, hi. What's up, dude? Hey. So I don't know if you guys follow Dr. John Campbell. He is a doctor over in yeah. England. And yeah, he's amazing. He actually, he, yeah, he actually got a strike as well. So he freaked out because he's got 15 years of content. So what he had to do is he had to pivot. He had to say, this is the information. is not for me to decide. It's up for you to decide. So he totally changed the way he gave his information out. And that's what, you know. That's what they're going after you for. You see, you're giving your opinion, not based on fact, which we know is fact, but they're playing it as your opinion. Right. Which is what they did for. Yeah, sure. It's right. Tough, I mean, I mean, yeah, that, that's that. I mean, you, you probably are on to something. Yeah. All those people are very, very careful how they word stuff. Yep. To the point where like now it's just, well, it's not for me to decide. It's for you to decide. And he's totally changed it up. So. That it matters. Um, it's all, it's all, it's all, Tanya. It's all money. It's all money. It's just all money. Big sponsors, influence, and money. The 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 board members for Coke sit on the. We're former members of the FDA. We're former members of the CDC. Who sit on the board of Nike? You sit on the board of Apple. It's all just an ancestral pool of people's um, needs and wants and interests uh, commingling to. Um, yeah. Scott Gottlieb's first job after he left as FDA director. Yeah. Head of Pfizer. Head of Pfizer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, there's. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And he's going to Coke next. Yeah. All right, dude. Good luck. Love okay, you. Thank you. Yep. Love you too. Yeah. All these things are 100% monitored and censored. It's crazy. But but censored based on the interests of the people who are paying the money. The laws, what he calls the five laws, are the basic description of the structure of existence. So number one is you exist. There's nothing you can do to change that. You can change your form, but you cannot change the fact that you exist. The reason for that, very stupidly simply, is you can't become non-existent because by definition, non-existence doesn't exist. That's its definition, to not exist. Therefore, that which does exist just exists that's its quality and cannot become that which doesn't exist because there's no such thing as non-existence by definition so that's number one number two is everything is here and now which basically means space and time are an illusion a projection of our consciousness everything actually exists all at once it's all accessible right here you just have to change your frequency in order to access it because that's how they're separated they're separated by frequency just in the same way that TV programs are separated by frequency, even though they may all be running at the same time. Uh, number three is the one is the all, the all are the one, <clears throat> which means there is only one thing and everything that seems different is made out of that one thing because there's nothing else to make anything from. Number four is what you put out is what you get back. Sometimes people on earth translate this as the law of attraction. And <clears throat> something important to say about that, because even though it's not incorrect, 
to say that, well, you have to be the vibration of a thing to attract it. The idea of the way it's usually stated here is, in my opinion, incomplete. And people are left thinking, I have to learn what that vibration is to attract the things that I need in life. That I disagree with. You are already giving off the vibration because that's your natural core vibration is to attract what you need in life. If those things aren't manifesting, it's not because you're not the vibration of the attraction. It's that you are blocking them from coming. You're stopping the vibration from bringing them to you with negative and fear-based beliefs. So it's not an issue of having to learn to attract. It's an issue of having to learn to stop blocking what you're attracting naturally. And law number five is everything changes except the laws. Those are the structure that don't change. But everything else changes, perspective, experience, beliefs. It all changes and it's changing constantly. I'll see you guys this evening for a test. If you're around, join us. If not, thank you. I'll see you in the morning. Love you guys. Bye-bye.